Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. My name is Josephine Monberg, and I am your host. You are now listening to the COVID-19 special edition of our show. Welcome to our podcast. Hello, all listeners, and welcome to our podcast, Industry Insights by SAP. And today we're going to take a closer look at retail. And I'm sure it's an industry that's being massively impacted by our global pandemic. So I have with me in in our virtual home studio, Achim Schneider. So Achim, thank you so much for being with us on the podcast. Yeah, welcome everyone, Josie. Thank you very much. And uh, it's a pleasure being part of this podcast today. So looking forward. Same. And so Achim, I mean, I said this right before in, in my introduction, but so much is going on right now. And I'm sure you're seeing a lot in the retail industry um, and a lot of impact. So can you tell us a little bit about like what you're seeing in terms of the impacts um, of the industry right now? Yeah, what, what I figured or what we figured retail, I would even say, is one of the industries with the highest impact uh, from this pandemic. And if you look into different areas, what we see in retail, what we have in retail, like there's a grocery, fresh goods, there is a convenience, but also fashion or luxury, um, you see very different kind of of impacts per segment. And I think that's interesting when you go out and you would expect now retail is also going down like other industries as well. You will see, okay, I mean, the essential part with this grocery is even growing up. On the other side, when it comes to to, to fashion or luxury, it's clearly going down. I mean, these are locked down for a long time already. We have been locked down for a long time already, and they will be locked also for another time. And we just had a discussion lastly with a group of fashionists, and Burberry guy was there as well. And he said, you know, even though we were open, if everyone is locked down in their own home, there is no need to buy an extreme expensive coat from Burberry and show it on the street because there is no one on the street to show it to. So, I mean, these are the reasons mm. we have there. But when we go into the grocery area and there's a completely different picture, so you have these or social distance uh, regulations, you you are asked um, just to go in the store um, by order. And so there are lots of, I would say, regulations for the end consumers so that the retailers have now to take care of their own health as well, but also of the end consumers. But on the other side, providing them all that what is needed um, for the daily life, like fresh bread or other fresh items or whatever is needed on food. And I think that makes it very different, difficult and also for those retailers to handle it in the right way. I'm not sure if you remember, lastly, at least in Germany, we had this hoard um, purchasing scenario yes. where everyone yes. was jumping in the store buying uh, uh, toilet papers and wheat. Yeah. I think we call it the same thing in German. So we actually, I skipped the introduction part um, where you, you know, we would love to learn a little bit more about you. And I know that you're located in Germany. I'm in Denmark right now. And in Denmark, we say you hamster something, hamstering. Mm -hmm. And I think you have the same expression in German, right? That's essentially what what you do when you start compiling a lot of stuff that you don't need at the current moment, but you think you would need long-term, which is not, of course, uh, a good thing to do for society. That's what we do hamstring and i think in consumers and that's the other side of it what i figured once you go into the store even myself it happened to myself you go into the store you see others buying toilet papers in mass you think oh god you have to buy it as well because otherwise you will be out and um that's a kind of a pressure you know a social pressure even you have when you go into that retail business um yeah but that's the, the yeah. current situation and 
the question is for me always how do the retailers now handling that right? mm, yeah and that is yeah. and that is really because like you said i it, there it seems like there's a divide between the essentials of like what do you need as a human to survive mm -hmm. and then the luxury goods that like to your point that you may not go out and buy an expensive coat because you can't really show it off to anyone yes exactly and and Erin, before we jump into kind of how retail is responding um Tell us a little bit about yourself, because we didn't talk about you in, in the beginning of the interview. Um, you are the head of retail at SAP. What does that mean? And maybe, I mean, I revealed your location, but where in Germany can you be found besides from your home? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm now with SAP for about 23 years or so, and I'm working all the time in the retail. So I started in retail as a usual consultant. Uh, in that time, it was very easy. We're doing everything, consultancy, but also um, kind of development and supported the customer. So everything where a, a support was needed, you were in. And we grew up from that time in that location, St. Ingbert. I'm not sure if you know that, which is next to the French borders, uh, Saarbrücken, right? And mm -hmm. uh, it's on the western side of Germany. It belongs to Waldo, finally, but it's, I call it the hub for retailers. And mm. because we have developers there, we have our consultant colleagues there, and we have our solution people there. And everything what we're doing, if it is development, if it is roll in, if it is go to market, if it is um, customer support, it's always a hand-in-hand -hand work what we do in that community. And that makes retail, I would say, quite unique at SAP when I look at the other 25 industries. Yes, I mean, I would agree with that. And now let's talk about how retail is responding because and I, I have a feeling you're going to also divide this answer maybe into two in terms of what um, more luxury businesses are doing versus the essentials but what are you seeing right now i mean the luxury part is something if i'd like to start with that one um where they have to now to figure out okay how can we handle this this overstock what naturally came now in the stores and in the disease can we even sell it anymore because the season is over already and summer season, we don't know even know if it is opening up in that way that you can really sell as expected. And what would it mean for the entire supply chain and the manufacturers at the beginning of the supply chain? So all these things are extremely complicated now for this, call it the fashion business, and they have to rethink and they have also to reorganize the entire supply chain. So it's not just, you know, about um, building a demand-driven supply chain based on what you have in sales data. Now we need really to figure, um, what do I have to do to um, provide even fashion products to my end consumers, knowing that there is, as I said at the beginning with the example of from Burberry's, that there is a different kind of um, fashion behavior, let's say, out there on the market. And I think that's a very um, challenging process now for these guys. And here um, they have to start now a complete rethinking on that. And I know from fashion companies, they were, you know, locking down globally their the stores, but they are also thinking, okay, how can I sell it now either online um, with standard products or what can I do in providing easy ways to where it is needed? So, I mean, that's, that's something where, which is a long lasting process. If I look into the grocery, more the essential area, I see here the immediate need for um, action, call it this way, because now, um, as we said, we have this hamstering behavior, but uh, on the other side, we might have out-of-stock situations in the stores, and there are other products which are still part of the grocers, but they are not the essential topics. Um, so how to handle now all that store 
um, stock and also the, the, the warehouse stock uh, in that grocery area. So it's now about how can I plan my replenishment in a different way. So, I mean, if you look in normal times, you had a typical replenishment plan based on forecasts, based on sales data, based on stock information, inventory information, sales information, and so on. And you could model it quite easily. Now you have this kind of peak coming up. There are extreme essential products like toilet papers, and there are semi-essential um, <laughs> products and lower essential products, and they have to be handled now in a completely different way. And they have to figure out, okay, what are information they need to collect? So things like getting real-time information on, on the inventory is becoming very important for the retailer. So they can react and make decisions simply on hand. And if you want to support these things also now with solution capabilities, uh, it's important that you offer, I mean, it's something we see as our duty also that we offer our, our retailers um, methodologies or capabilities they with easy changes of, for example, the um, algorithms for the replenishment plan. Mm, and so yeah. that, that when it, the times are becoming more normal again, what does it mean for my replenishment plan and how is the current time be um, considered for the future replenishment? You cannot take this as a normal peak, like a seasonal peak, right? This is something yeah. completely different and you have to clean it up again. And to make this happen, yeah. also need a bit of different consultancy work. And here we did already some of that where we simply provided customers a, a note they can play, play in or we played it in for them so that they can make this clean up of, of these forecast um, methodology um, algorithms, for example, in an easy way. And we got yeah. really very good feedback and results on that side. So I think there are easy pieces we can provide to support our our crochets explicitly. So let's talk a little bit more about um, the role that technology plays and would love to get your kind of expert advice now. Let's imagine that I'm a CEO of a re retail company. You pick which one, if it's essential or if it's uh, more luxury. And mm -hmm. what advice would you give me? What should I be doing now uh, to better my chances of, of making it through this pandemic. Uh, with a yeah, I think uh, when we look at the technology side and the solution sides, um, what can SAP do here to help our retailers moving forward? Um, potentially would think first, well, SAP is an ERP company, so everything what you could provide is a quite complex thing and which might take a long time to, to realize and implement. Um, I'd like rather to focus a bit on, not on that side of it, because that's the essential part of a typical core business. I'm talking about what can I do for short-term requirements? And here I talk definitely about um, technology like cloud technology, collaboration capabilities and things like that. And that's what I would suggest a retailer to look at. So what can I implement very quickly within a couple of days, for example, to get information about my inventory? So real-time data to be able to react quickly on that information. That can only work with cloud solutions, right? And here we have capabilities to make exactly that happen with our analytic cloud. Or when it comes to the the collaboration thing. I mean, I mentioned the supply chain at the beginning in, in the fashion area where you have your manufacturing, the supply chain with all the warehouses, the logistics in between it, and finally the store. How do you want to leverage all that and integrate it again? I mean, here we talk about the collaboration where you need to think differently when you talk to your vendors and to your manufacturers. So here we have, and I think that's something SAP um, provided right at the beginning as a 
free choice yes. or free um, um, capability with Ariba sourcing. And that's exactly what you can already make use of an easy way to build collaboration capabilities with your vendors and, and suppliers. I mean, in today's time, when you have situations where your supplier is breaking up because of the lockdown, so there is no capability anymore on that side to provide the product in time or even to manufacture the product in time, you have to source differently. You have to find other vendors. And how do you do it normally? It might take a longer time. So here we have to come up with capabilities. And that's exactly what we would do with that way. So yeah, and you're... that's what I say is the key thing. Okay, what is it what I can do very quickly? Also, I mean, the other point, not to forget that is, um, do I know at the moment how my employees are feeling in my stores, for example, mm -hmm. because they are, you know, captured and, and, and addressed with so many things around with unhappy end consumers or with out of stock situations or with the, the healthy pressure they have now on, on their shoulders. And it's important to get that information as well. And how can I do that? And also here, SAP provided the Qualtrics capability to, to make this kind of pulse check on the employee side, but also on the customer side. And how easy can it be to get that information together and make the right decision in saying, okay, what is it what I need to provide on, on health protection or what can I need uh, in regard of different stocks in my stores or on different ways of pro processing in my warehouses. These are things I can only figure out when I have the easy capability to collect that information. That's what, what we are providing here for the shirt and obviously also for the midterm. Yeah, and I think this is such an important time to show empathy um, to to anyone, including, of course, your your employees. And I think the Qualtrics offering is a really good way to do that, to understand how are my employees doing? Do they need anything to cope better, especially the ones that are out um, in stores right now, serving customers and are really uh, at a high risk. Um, do you see any, do you have any examples of companies in the retail industry that are doing things successfully to better respond to yeah i mean if you look around there's every at least in the grocery area every retailer from right at the beginning were trying to protect their own employees in the very first step but also the, the customers so that you have protection both sides um, at the pos system or for example and that's something also in in reimagine how you run your processes for example in germany it was always important to have cash with you when you go into a store different to denmark and yeah. all that but yeah. it's always a kind of traditional thing to to pay with cash now with this situation retailers said we're not accepting any cash anymore we want to have our end consumers paying with credit card or with apple pay watch or whatever but please do it without any contact and and i think there is already a change in that. So, you know, getting rid of cash machines and having only cashierless POS stations, I think is definitely something where retailers immediately changed that what they were doing over the last years, right? Mm. I think that and it's interesting what you're hitting on now is really how, and I think this applies to all industries to different degrees of course, maybe retail being one of them that's going to be reimagined the most, but COVID-19 is happening right now, impacting industries, but the results and the, um, effects of it on industries will be way more long-term. And I think that somebody said that uh, COVID-19 is the force that's speeding up digital transformation for businesses, maybe the most of what we've ever seen. And also showing that as a business in any industry, there are things that you can implement digitally that actually works 
much faster than you thought. So if you could pick up your crystal ball and look uh, into the future, what would you say that, or what do you think we would see in terms of how businesses are going to be reimagining their business models as a result of COVID-19 and to also better prepare maybe digitally for, mm -hmm. to be better equipped for So in retail, I would crisis. say, again, especially now in the grocery area where it not really happened in the last years, it's a must that every retailer is able to run a real omni-channel business in the future. And it has to run seamlessly. I think it's very important that you can now easily activate scenarios like order online, have it either picked up in a store on 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 a how is it called um, curbside pickup, um, you know things like that have to work also in the future. And now it's not time to change. It has changed already in this direction. And now it's even very important for our retailers to make this also happen for the future. So we have to rethink what are fulfillment processes I need to have to have these capabilities available and it should simply work out of the box. You know, not that you start doing it again and again, it has to really work out of the box and you have to be being enabled here with the right capabilities and technologies. And then we are really talking about the intelligent enterprise, which is has all these embedded pieces like machine learning, like the typical automated processes, like real-time analytics, all that has to be in there to be prepared for also for the future in the right way. And that's really one of the key things now retailers need to follow with. Mm. So lots of long-term impacts. Businesses are going to have to become intelligent enterprises. So embedding intelligence into the business processes to run more effectively and then of course also to understand how to better use um, the experience data you touched on Qualtrics to understand how employees and anyone else uh, engaging are doing mm -hmm. um, but then of course you have two very different parts of retail luxury and um, essentials that are going to also be impacted very differently um, so Ashim, it was so great to have you in the studio uh, do you have any final like I don't know, advice or anything you'd like to, to, to say to anyone listening right now and maybe to uh, retail owners who might be struggling a little bit in, uh, during this, this pandemic? I mean, besides saying, as everyone is saying, that stay safe and healthy. I mean, that's the key thing. It's important to, to keep your employees in a healthy situation. I think that's, still, that's the force of the retail. And for me, these people are all heroes and a big thank you. I mean, I can use this channel also to say that a big thank you to all my heroes out there because the retailers and their employees doing so great things out there to fulfill that what everyone else needs to have. It's an essential part of the food. And I think here we need to keep this stable and we have also it's our duty to protect that as good as we can with the right capabilities. And um, that's for me the focus and everything when we talk to our retailers where everyone is asking for what is it what can it do to keep this up and i think focusing on that makes it happen also in the short and midterm and for the future um, i think our retailers should always count on us because um, it's important for us that retail is running yeah safe yeah well yeah stay healthy and safe and i completely echo that and you know Achim, you mentioned some of the offerings that we have that are for free so if you want to learn more, you know, you can go online and check it out and see what you can take advantage of. Um, 
to better better cope in today's unprecedented time. So, Achim, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and on our show and sharing about how retail is being impacted. And to all of those who listened to this episode, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll hopefully see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. Please subscribe to our channel, Industry Insights by SAP at OpenSAP, Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. To learn more about what SAP is doing to help you cope in COVID-19, you can go to sap.com about global health safety and find free access to select SAP software, tools to support your business, and much more. Stay safe, everyone.